This is the Merrickville Catch-Up Podcast. Make sure you never miss a thing. Download the Merrickville Catch-Up from the Triple M app. Where am I? Welcome to... Merrickville. Great to have your company, Sydney. It's Friday! Boom! If you, it's Friday. Cam Knight, welcome to Sudas for a bit of hot Friday action. I can't wait. Let's do this. Mate, I love Fridays with I, you. I can't wait because this is literally uh, the last um, irresponsible thing I can do for the weekend because it's daddy-daughter weekend. Just uh, you this two. Weekend. Just me and my daughter. Ooh. She's just outside the studio here, just on her iPad. Being supervised by Maddie uh, because Mum and Wolf are gone away for the weekend, so Dad's in charge. Righto. So uh, on one triple three five three, where have you left your kids when you've gone gambling? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I mean, sorry. Georgie, oh, so that's a, that's Georgie. A huge sorry, joke. sorry. Georgie's. Where can you leave your kids? <laughs> that's I think. What I yeah, meant. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Georgie's actually left all the important phone numbers and keys with Kinga. Yeah, just actually, in case. They're yeah, tattooed Mary. on her back. Um, <laughs> what's embarrassing? Just before she left, she said, "Kinga, his daddy's diaper. You make sure that." <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know what happens. I'm only kidding, of course. Everything's good. But one triple three five three. How much do you need to wind the window down when you leave them <laughs> in the ca- an oh. inch, two centimeters? Oh, what, what do you do? Oh, 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 <laughs> I'm on uh, daddy duties this weekend. My wife and my son are away with friends for the weekend, and they're doing their own thing. So I'm looking after Kinga on my own. So I, I got a question for you on that. Mm, like, mm. I mean, she's away. Mm. Do you ever hide anything from her before she oh, gets back? I hide it constantly because I mean, if anybody sees, it, I could be charged. <laughs> Because I just discuss, I go away quite a lot, and I just went away. I was in Tassie, and uh, when I got home, uh, there was a letter that I think I wasn't supposed to discover from one of those prize home lotteries, and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean?" Yeah. yeah. So my wife has which, been. Which one? Because I, I can't I, remember which I one. I subscribe to one of those. Do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The RSL one. That's yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, they're great, right. mate. That's Are a great they? thing to. Yeah, bloody oath. It's because like fifty bucks a go. It. Yeah, that's it. I do it every every single time. Right. I, I, I highly encourage people doing it. a because it's a passive form of gambling. It which is. I love. <laughs> yeah. I love. Yeah. But also too, if you drop your fifty bucks in there, you mm. buy some lottery tickets. Yes. You could win a house. And you go into be a VIP member. You'd be a VIP member with those with those tickets. I am. I am. Once you're a VIP member, apparently everybody who's ever won these prize packages, um, they they are a VIP member. Yeah, yeah. So that me. was that was her justification because I was like, hang on a minute, how much is this costing? So she's gone fifty bucks a pop each time. She's been. I said, how long has this been going for? And she said, oh yeah, like oh yeah, yeah. This is the first I've known about it. Like. <laughs> This is a little discovery that I've made. So she's not told you about this? No, she's a very cunning person. This is somebody, too, that scares me a little cunning. bit. Cunning? Okay. Is she a predator? I'm, I'm sort she's of using scared the trees? of her. Well, listen, I, I like to wee in the shower, right? <laughs> Stay with oh, me, no, no. but now no longer, because I didn't know she didn't like the fact that I weed in the shower, and I learnt by her one day blow-drying her hair with her back to me, but somehow she could still see me while I was in the shower doing one. I was in the back and she of just head. turned around mid-shower, both, uh, mid, mid, mid both shower, mid both showers, mid, mid one gold and one regular. <laughs> Held up the hairdryer and just said, "You know, if I threw this at you, oh. you'd die, right?" So I'm, I'm a bit scared about her. You know, she's... you reckon? <laughs> Do you reckon you're so a bit I, scared? She's, what is she? Mate, let her spend all the money she wants. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's it. I sort of went. Okay, what, so, weren't we supposed to have a conversation right. about this at least? There's a, you few, know? Things, there's a few things to unpack here. Right. Let's first of all let's start with the fact that the RSL one is great. Your right. wife is doing a great thing right. because if you win a house on the Gold Coast, yeah. good on you. Good luck to you. Well done. Right. But the other thing, the reason why I get involved in it is the fifty bucks. If you don't win, yeah. goes to the RSL. That's true. 
right? That's a good, that's and that's, a good reason. That's exactly. So yeah. it's a bit for everyone there. It's a but good it's not to... tax deductible like a charity. No, it's not. You know, mm. because no, you're going, in, you're actually going in to win three properties: one in Noosa, yeah. one in Melbourne, and yeah. one here in Sydney. Yeah, because you never know where you're going to flee to from your wife. Well, I mean, that... you... <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I, need to, I need to get away from her in a hair dryers. <laughs> I'll just be in Noosa. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. But I asked her. I was like, "Where are you going to tell me?" And she said, "Well, why should I?" I was like, well, what if we win? What's she, what's she well, that's hiding it. That's from me? She's hiding something. No, I'm going to go to the house one day and I, it's not, she's not going to be there. If she hasn't told you, right, <laughs> that's it. If she hasn't They're told you, Cam, you live in an apartment in the eastern suburbs. Yeah. So, you you know, just every single day you want to wake up and shoot yourself in the nuts with a nail gun, right? <laughs> but if you if you were to win, you yeah. wouldn't know because all of a sudden it'd just be, hang on a second, we had a couch. And yeah, we had two. Where's all my stuff? We had two boys. I'm just sitting. Yeah, I'm just sitting on an on a milk crate playing PlayStation. Going, That's what I came into the house with. Everything else is hers. What you brought to the relationship? PlayStation and a fridge. Okay, hang hang on. The important stuff: PlayStation, a fridge, sexual disappointment, and 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 that's all you've got. That's right. (laughs) Here we are. So, do you reckon that's that's an interesting one that she's Mm. hidden it from you though? Because that's That's weird. Technically, Cam, that's hiding a gambling addiction. I think so too, right? Like, so how many scratches is she doing behind my back? Well, that's you it. You know what I mean? Maybe that's the way it started. Maybe she's got a couple of pot of goals. I know. A couple of pot of goals before you know it. Boom, boom, boom. She's, in the she's, arm. Yep. she's hitting up, up bingo up the down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Just anything. Chook Lotto. Who's got a, who's got a chook raffle I can go yeah. with? Meat tray. I love a meat tray. <laughs> so maybe she's becoming partially addicted to I think to she is. Yeah. Oh, Interesting this has though. been fun. <laughs> so you found it through the letter, but you didn't find out through the credit card statement? No, because I don't check those. What? I don't check my credit card stuff. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to check it, are you? No. She's the boss. She's very, well, she's, well, she knows how to run a mile, but I don't. As soon as you said, I don't, I don't check those, I just went, oh, I don't do, do the finances. Look, I just, I just make sure money comes in and I'm happy. And if she's happy, I'm happy. Man, don't do the bills. You need to go and see, because if she's, if she's hiding lottery tickets, yep. mate, there's shoes, yeah. there's one triple three five three. Let's open up the phones. What are you spending money on that your partner does not know Let's about? Open yes. Cam's eyes, <laughs> please. Right now, it could be on a credit card. You might be paying cash for it, but something that you regularly purchase mm. that you're not letting your partner know about because not that you know necessarily end your relationship, but you just prefer they don't know, right? I mean, obviously, credit card statements. That's a dead giveaway, which is why I always pay for massage with cash. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sometimes twice, it's weird. Sometimes before and after. It's <laughs> they go deep. Does your partner have some sort of secret spending going on? Are they putting money aside, or maybe you're doing it yourself, uh, that your partner doesn't know about? You're spending, you're spending some money on yourself, and you just go, well, they don't need to know about that. Your yeah. wife's a compulsive gambler. <laughs> um, <and> you've, <laughs> you've just found out right now as we speak, she's got both your boys on her lap, sitting down, playing Queen of the Night. She's that. She is. Tap. Tap, 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 tap. tap. Kids tap. are getting into it. Feature creature. <laughs> tap, tap. <laughs> She's not. I'm just kidding. But she has subscribed to supporting the RSL, which is That's a great thing. It's good. It's a good, yeah, it's a good Asking course. you what have you hidden or is your partner hidden? We've got the spending money. We've got Chris and Silverdale. Hello, Chris. G'day, mate. How are you? Good, mate. What are you, are you spending money and hiding it from your missus? Yeah, um, we do a bit of go-karting on the weekends and uh, I've got my own boat and go fishing as well. So what what we do, I'm a uh, sparky by trade, so you do the odd cash here, 
and you check the cash, <laughs> tell the missus, you know, 100 bucks, might have been five or 600, and uh, you spend it on the go kart. That is unreal. <laughs> That's clever. The, the, the best one, the best one I did was tax return, middle of the year, three and a half grand back, went and bought a new engine for the go kart. Uh, forgot to mention that one to her. Wow, that's how do you, a, that's how do you hide that? That's yeah. a substantial amount of cash. Well, she goes into a different account, so she doesn't really see it. Oh, you've got split accounts. Yeah, for our for our play money. Play yeah. money, play money. Yeah, I'm in the wrong the, business. <laughs> but you're only you're only supposed to get about two hundred bucks worth of play money a week. Right. Okay. Right. And so, but then you top it up with a little bit of uh, well, a bit of tax return for starters. <laughs> it's a fairly healthy top up and a bit of cash on the side, Chris. Yeah, that's right. See, that's the only way to do it, boys. I've got to be honest. I actually have um, a couple of accounts that my wife has no no idea about. And I can say that because she's not currently here. She's down south on the coast. She mm-hmm. won't be he- able to hear the show. But I have two bank accounts, Chris, that my wife doesn't know about. Number one is a savings account. And every every week, a couple hundred bucks comes out of my pay, goes out, it comes out of our account. Mm. And that goes directly into my savings account. And I put that away for a rainy day. And when I say a rainy day, I get, get blind. <laughs> <laughs> I get blind. <laughs> so blind. And I have another account which she doesn't know about um, either. It's no idea. No clue. It's called our mortgage. And she. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, try not to put too much money into that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fun. Cam Knight in the studio with me this afternoon. This is an incredible story, Cam. Mm. Yesterday, Claire Wainwright from Manly woke up to find herself. $24.5 million richer, and her mortgage had been paid off. Oh, was that from the RSL lottery yeah, draw as well? Lot- <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Your wife yeah. bought her a complimentary book. She bought in. 50 bucks and bang. Well, there you yeah. go. People are winners and it's brilliant. Let's go to a story. Claire is a lawyer and decided not to spend the money and to notify the net. Na- what? Oh. She told the bank. What? What? Got to find out why. She joins us on the line now. Claire Wainwright, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you. Claire, first of all, you, you're a very attractive woman. We've got a photo of you here, and I'm not tr- judging your looks, but you, you're an attractive woman. You're a fully qualified lawyer, and then you got $24.5 million and your mortgage paid off. Okay, what have you got on God? I mean, what's the. <laughs> have, you, have you got a little very file on God? <laughs> oh, gosh. I just got lucky, honestly. Okay, and you got the money as well. Obviously, you, you rate yourself pretty well, highly. So, I meant for money. How did this come about? What happened? How did you discover that you had essentially $25 million to your name all of a sudden? Well, I refinanced my mortgage through NAB, and the first um, mortgage repayment was meant to come out, I think, on the 25th. So I checked yesterday to see, you know, just make sure everything had gone through smoothly. And, um, yeah, it seems that there'd been some sort of an error and it resulted in um, me with an extra $24.5 million in my account. I've got it. Okay. And next question is, why are we talking to you and you haven't skipped town? Yeah, what? I mean, seriously, <laughs> well, why, why aren't you in Puerto Rico What now? are you doing? <laughs> oh, that's it. I, was, <laughs> I really didn't think that one through. <laughs> uh, here's a quick thing. Just Google countries with non-extradition <laughs> treaties. Yes. I, I already had a friend uh, give me a list of them yesterday, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do it because you're a good person or because you're so fearful of the law being a lawyer? Um, I think, yeah, I think as a lawyer, you're sort of meant to, um, meant to be honest and uphold the justice and that sort of thing. So I guess I sort of yeah, did have a bit of a requirement. Okay. To, um, 
if you weren't if you weren't a lawyer and you did decide to keep the money, what do you think you might have would have been the first thing you've you would have done with the money? Honestly, I don't know. I mean, aside from paying off my mortgage, which was <laughs> repaid pretty easily by yeah. the looks of it, um, maybe bought another place, bought an island or something. Yeah, that's where I'd be. <laughs> oh, I'd be on the I'd island. On an island. Just kicking back. Just so drunk. That's on it. That island, like, just <laughs> obliterated. I would be just on one big corona ad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Laying in the sun somewhere yes. with a cocktail. Yes. Yeah. I, I wanted, I, if I won that amount of money, Claire, no jokes, I'd be laying on an island so drunk, people would be poking me with a stick to see I wasn't a dead dugong. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'd do. So you, how did you... Tell the bank. Uh, I mean, obviously, you've done the right thing, but you've informed the bank. What do you do? You ring yeah, up and fine. say, oh, have a look at this. I reckon you might have accidentally overpaid me. I got in touch with my mortgage broker who did the um, loan for me. So he then got in touch with NAB. And um, basically, their customer service team there said that um, someone would look into it and be in touch with me within three business days. What? So... <laughs> What oh, would no, it, what rush. Would it, I know. Just keep it. Now. Just keep it in there. Just getting <laughs> interest. Maybe go buy yourself something nice as a reward from us. That's actually that's a very good point. That would been good. Did you get a reward? And I didn't. Oh. No, I didn't you bunch yeah, of tinnitus! Just the three day interest on the twenty four and a half million. That's all you would need. That's all you're asking. Exactly. That'd be definitely in the thousands. So. That's that's insane. See, you know what I'd I would have. I know you're you're a lawyer, okay, uh, Claire. So you're obviously educated very very heavily in one part of the law, whereas I'm a recidivist. So I'm educated <laughs> in the other side of the law, the criminal <laughs> aspect of the law. So here's what I would have done, and you tell me what you think about this. Okay. I would have rung NAB, right, and I would have said, I can make you. $20 million within 12 hours. And they would have gone, wow, that's amazing. You can't ask, but I can make you $20 million. And they go, all right. And you go, all right, we've got a deal. Spit on your hand. Then not. He not, says over not, the phone. That's, that's formal. Yeah. yeah. Like a gangster, shake hands with them, and then you say, it's actually your money. I'm just giving it back, but I'm keeping four and a half million. There you go. Yeah. See how <laughs> that, that works? That is quite a good approach. Did they, um, did they say to you how long it like it might have stayed in your account had you not alerted no, them? No, I think um, they weren't going to sort of speculate there or say anything that could have um, worked against them. I did get an apology from them today. An apology, um, not, yeah. not an apology, not in the bank? form of cash reward. <laughs> Just thanks very much for not making us look stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's it, exactly. <laughs> Which Claire then posted on Facebook. Yeah, so. I know. I've got to be honest, Claire. You are a great advertisement for NAB. Not necessarily for yourself, but a great for no. NAB. Be- no, no, because they I, should, they should with, put I'm her with, in an ad campaign. Yeah, there well, you go. My mortgage is with Westpac. And yeah. I'm, I might have to switch over to NAB because I'm more likely to yeah. skip the country. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> want to know well, what it's like to be a million? Like mortgage broker's details. I mean, he's the one that made the, made the magic happen, <laughs> um, essentially. So. Right. Well, listen, it's, I think you've, you have done the right thing and you probably feel pretty good about it but if i was nab listening to this show right now i would be sending an enormous bottle of champagne absolutely to claire wainwright yeah the problem is if you work in the banking industry you're probably not listening to this show <laughs> <laughs> here comes the money sorry i think you've forgotten the bit where you give me some money because someone has to pay merrick's salary here's a word from our sponsor Helping small business grow is my passion. Hi, I'm Mark Boris, and I want to share that passion with you with my podcast, The Mentor. If you're into business, listen now on Podcast One as I get the stories from those just starting out and those on the verge of a major turning point. Join me for The Mentor, and I might just help your business grow as well. 
Download the app or listen now at podcastone.com.au. No matter what you're into, there's one for everyone. Podcast One. Cam Knight with me this afternoon. Uh, if you get a chance to go and see Cam do stand-up anywhere around Sydney, make sure you do. Very, very funny stand-up. Uh, Cam, I don't know if you saw, uh, it was about three four days ago, there was just the most awesome thing in the world. Mm. This is... This is Merrick Watts' Nirvana, right? I see online a video of a python, like a diamondback python, some python in Australia, up a palm tree, Mm. and it is hanging from its tail about two meters long, Mm. and it's in its mouth is a possum's face. Oh. It's gone up a tree. And taken a possum. It just got the possum on the face. How good is that? And nature? then it's just ha- like a like a rope. Yeah. Just like it's like a bag hanging out of a tree. Yes. And the python's just going, just gonna eat your face just off. Just slowly. You're just, still aware of it while it's happening. Oh. Your little possum. Just the He's possum. just like, this is not my kind of day. Possum's gone. Big possum too. Yeah. Possum. Wow. Possum by this stage obviously been strangulated and, right. it was, and it was dead. Oh, it was dead. It was dead. Right. That it was very comfortable. <laughs> HR thought Merrick was watching inappropriate things at work, but he was yeah. just looking at that photo yeah. going, oh. Well, yeah, well, well, the search was uh, buried the snake in the possum. It was, it was big python. But it yeah. is reason to do this. When animals attack. Yes. Oh, yeah, a bit of Katy Perry to put you in the mood, Triple M. What? <laughs> this is edition number five. I love which this. Which I think officially means we get to syndicate it okay. overseas. We should we should, we should, should put this out on a love CD. This. Mm. this is like my favourite thing. <laughs> right. Okay, explain to anybody okay, so who The way this works is, and we've played it four times before, so this is edition number five. The way this works is I'll give you an animal one at a time, and you guys have to tell me how to survive the attack I think from I'm said animal. I think I'm ahead. Well, we've played it four times. Let's yeah. say it's even. Let's say it's two apiece. Oh, all right. For the sake of theatre. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyone want to go first? Anyone want to put their hand up and jump into the first animal? Oh, they can go first. All right. Can. I'm a gentleman. Yep. First serve. How do you survive an attack from a baboon? Oh, I wish oh. I had that one. That's a, that's <laughs> yep. Okay. Baboon attack. Talk to me. Yep. So you've got a poo in your hand <laughs> and chuck it at it. That's incorrect. Okay, for starters, come on. Can I turn? What? Okay. They love that. Do you want to know? They love that stuff. Honestly, if a baboon, baboon, which they have incredibly sharp canine teeth, yes, they do. And they're very aggressive. If a baboon attacks you, you get a tub of Neapolitan Mm. ice cream (laughs) and just dip your ass in it. it And then you just turn around and look at that. Yeah, that's not right. I think that's true. (laughs) No, you just start spanking yourself raw. (laughs) And they go, what do you think of that, champ? No? No. No. You should remain calm, stand up straight to display a strong and confident yet non-threatening behaviour. Do not smile or show your teeth. Mm -hmm. Male baboons may view this action as a sign of aggression. Mm -hmm. Um, And be prepared to quickly unclip and leave your backpack if a baboon tries to go after any of your gear or food inside. Oh, so I had a backpack. Oh, we didn't have a backpack. Mate, so I could have used that as a weapon. You had a gun in there. You said, there's no weapon, there's nothing on you. It's just you and the animal. But if I've got the backpack, mate, that baboon is getting it in the face with the backpack. (laughs) What if if you're a member of ISIS and your backpack is, in fact, an explosive vest? Exactly. And then the baboon just goes, and he's going, mate, yeah. I'll blow us all up. I don't care. You've got I'm time ready. to MacGyver something yeah. out of that backpack. That, that, yeah. You win with the b- right. backpack. Yeah. Hey, shiny ass, guess what? I've got 72 virgins waiting for me. What have you got? Oh, you've got 72 right. slight. Yeah. Unfortunately, Cam virgin. has been killed by a baboon. Okay. I, love, I love as well that every time, every answer mm. comes with 
remain calm. Yeah. <laughs> Every single one of them. You just got to have your wits about never you. Never panic. panic. <laughs> All right, Mary. Yeah. How do you survive an attack? And this is quite uh, appropriate given mm, the story mm, you just mm, told mm, mm, mm. from a python. Well, right. Here we go. Well, remain all, calm. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. Yeah. Remain calm. Yeah. Number two, punch it in the nuts. Now, it's difficult. Where are the nuts? Well, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> you're spending by the time you've it's actually managed to punch to him in the nuts, you've punched it everywhere else in the body and it's dead. That's, that's, <laughs> there you that's go. The point. No, okay. if, if so, you're talking like a boa constrictor, yeah, if it's got specifically you. a python, a boa constrictor, or an anaconda, one of those different. strangulation snakes, right. right? A constrictor, then, all right, let's just say it's a boa constrictor and and it's attacking you, all right, mm. it's wrapped around you and it's starting to flex, mm. okay, yeah, yeah, okay, right. first of all. Put your head in its mouth. <laughs> Do the possum. Pull a possum. Okay. <laughs> That's what it's called. Just pull That's a possum. That's where the phrase playing possum put, comes from. No, no, no. That's right. You, put, you, yeah, you, put your, you bring your elbows up yeah. around your ribs yep. to stop the, the compression oh, from yeah. going around your ribs. Because what they'll try to do is squeeze the air out of you first yeah. and then crush your ribs and your internal organs. Yeah. So the first thing you've got to do is bring your arms up to restrict their constriction. Mm -hmm. Then... Once that, if they start to take hold, then you push out like that yeah. and you throw them off like an old jumper that's got slightly <laughs> wet from running in the rain. Oh, fantastic. And is that before or after you take your backpack off, Liam? <laughs> that actually sounds like a really well thought out answer. It was pretty good. Well, uh, apparently, you should uh, stab it, bite its tail oh, as a last go. resort. What if you're in the middle of it? Well, sorry, if it's Nez, about to kill so. me, if it's about to kill me, I'd do more to it than just bite its tail. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. I'd use my hands as Bite well. through it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. No one survived yet. What? Cam. Cam. Cam, it's a matter of survival, yes. mate. You yeah. Just, <laughs> just find its testicles. No, no, no. Uh, no what I'm are you doing? Just, just I know what like, you're doing. <laughs> I can see what you're doing. This is why we're not allowed to ever live stream the show on no, Facebook. It's insane. It's insane. I know. Like, it's attacking. It's going to kill you. Yes. Just bite its tail. Bite its tail. Cup a little bit. Cup a little bit. Cam. Yes. Yes, mate. Next animal. Remain how calm. You, <laughs> <laughs> how do you survive an yeah. attack from a reindeer? Oh, oh, this is yes. So uh, you put on a red nose <laughs> and become their leader. Ooh. No. I, I'm going to say you bite its tail and you jump. <laughs> <you're chumped. laughs> no. Uh, yeah. You should uh, make yourself appear larger yes. than you are. Everything's uh, make yourself appear larger. Shout, I know, you put shout, your backpack on your head. Shout at the animal and yeah. make plenty of loud noises while you try to back away. Do not turn your back right. on, a, on a reindeer or any deer. Um, but you will appreciate this. Yes. Uh, if it does charge you, mm -hmm. you should put your backpack, yes. a rock or a large stick uh, in front of your head to keep you from being struck. It's still going to hit you in the head. Yeah. It's not yeah, like, why, but why what? are you putting yourself in headbutt position? I'll well, tell you what also, you actually do. You know what you do with a reindeer or yeah, a deer? Right? Yeah. Because, no, no, because their antlers are mounted at the highest point of their, their head, as opposed to like a bull or another animal where they're pointed downwards, yeah. right? Mm. They're pointed upwards. They're vertical. What you do is you fall onto your back and you put your feet, which is the strongest part of your body, yes. in that position so that you can kick them away from oh, you. Right. They can't scoop you up with their antlers if you're laying on your back on the ground. But also, if you've got a rock oh. handy... 
Well, you wouldn't want to put it against your head, can't you? Just throw what? it at the deer. It's, if you get knocked down, you're meant to curl into the fetal position, protect your neck, head, and vital organs. I'm going to be doing that every attack. <laughs> Excuse me. From now on. Sorry, Blitzen. Blitzen, one second. I'm just going to get a rock and place it gently upon my forehead. I'm just going okay. to. I'm just going to get my backpack and see if I can call my wife because I'm never going to talk to her again. I'm about to die. Yes, do you want one more very quickly? Yeah, of course, I want one more. I love this Merrick, game. Merrick, how do you survive an attack from a rhino? Ooh. Okay, I know this. Mm-hmm. Rhinos have incredibly poor eyesight, and they're yes, also they do. the vision is offset. They mm. they, they don't actually have uh, classically predatory vision, meaning they're not forward focused. Yep. Right? They're dumb. Have poor eyesight, and they have a very low maneuverability. Self esteem. Low self esteem. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's. <laughs> If they're charging at you, if they're charging towards you, you hold your ground Mm. for a period of time that you deem safe enough. And then as you can, at the last minute, you move quickly to one side. They're not maneuverable. They're a freight train. You move to one side, it'll pass you. Then, Mm. as it's passed you, you bite its tail. (laughs) (laughs) Everything except the tail biting. You got it. Spot on. You win. Merrick Wilds leads 3-2 overall in When Animals Attack. Very good. Well done. Until next time. Good Good on you, mate. Cheers. (laughs) Oktoberfest is on at the moment. You can visit Munich Brow House at the Rocks anytime you like. You can go to oktoberfest.com.au for details. And we're doing a bit of an Oktoberfest-inspired quiz now, aren't Mm. we, Lane? We've got it. That's... So this is cl- oh god I love it. this just makes me I just started makes you thirsty, thirsty doesn't it I did I love it this is that classic oh, sick for it umpa music that you hear in the Bavarian beer halls I love at it. Oktoberfest do you like drinking at Bavarian beer halls <laughs> I do it's a thing I enjoy doing I, I spent a month at Oktoberfest one year man Munich Brew House is just it's unreal uh, anyway so I'm surprised I'm allowed that back, is some it? that is some classic umpa music yep. right there for you but what I've got lined up here Miz, is is mm. there's also some amazing umpa Covers on the internet. Right, okay. So what I've done, and the man who's going to challenge you to the game is Ian in Sutherland. G'day, Ian. Welcome to the show. Hello, big man. How you going, boys? How are you, mate? Great to have you on the show. Oh, head to head. I've got a bad feeling now. (laughs) Now, Ian Ian and Merrick, the way this game is going to work, your name is your buzzer. I'm going to play you a sample of an Oompa cover song. As soon as you think you know what that song is... Buzz in with your name and tell me. Okay. Now, as a disclaimer, I should say that I have worked in radio consistently for 20 years and I've never bothered to learn the music. So we are in trouble. Here goes the first one, guys. This is a bit of a warm up one. Here we go. No one? Merrick. Uh, 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 <laughs> Merrick, Merrick. Uh, Ian just the, buzzed the, you in. The, is it The Day the Music Died? Yeah, what's the what's that song called? I don't know, The Day the Music Died. Yeah, what's the song called? It, that's what the song's called, mate. It's what's called it? American Pie. Oh, that's right. Oh. No, Ian. I'm already hating this couple. I'm already hating this as well. All right, you're both terrible. For just, sec, I, I number just, two, here we go. In my mind, Ian, I thought if we did this, that we would be drinking <laughs> steins of beer at the same time. Next bit of umpire music. Here we go. Come on. Uh, Merrick. 
Yes. I would walk 1,000 miles. Well, that's halfway Irish boy. Well, you've got the song title a little bit wrong, but I'll give it to you. It is, I would walk 500 miles. 500 miles. All right, you're on the board. It hey. doesn't make it any better with Oompa, does it? Not at all. Ian, you're with us, mate. You're trailing 1-0, and I haven't hey, heard you. Feel free to hang up. All, you, all you've done me. is buzz Merrick in so far. Here we go, number three. No idea. <laughs> no, no idea. Oh, wow. Wow. Pick a guy's weak spot. How are we not going to know? <laughs> Girls want to have fun by Cindy Lauper. Well, you knew the oh, artist. Wow. All right. Well, it's still one, one, one zip to Merrick. Here we go. This one you absolutely must get. Ian? <laughs> um, please hold. Um, I've got no idea. Ian, this entire idea was Liam's. <laughs> All right. No, this is it. You guys are now working as a team. This is the last one. If you guys don't get this as a team, Ian, you're not welcome back. And Merrick, I'm going to replace I'm you with Cam Knight. Anyway. Here we go. Last one. Together right. as a team, guys. Come right. on. It sounds like Mission Impossible, but it's not. Nah, I'm rooted. Ian? Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> Ian. Oh, that's good. That's a great song. Of course it is. <laughs> All right, it. Stay tuned to Monday when we play that again. <laughs> Here comes the money. Sorry, I think you've forgotten the bit where you give me some money. Because someone has to pay Merrick's salary. Here's a word from our sponsor. Ever get the feeling the world could be a better place but don't know how to do anything about it? I'm Amanda Tattersall. If you want to change the world, my podcast one series, Changemakers, is the one for you. Stories from around the world that show change is possible and give you tips to help make it happen. Stories of people who've been shot at, jailed and threatened with life behind bars simply because they want the world to be a better place. Download the app or listen now at podcastone.com.au. No matter what you're into, there's one for everyone. Podcast One. It's a big day in Australian politics today with several senators uh, and the deputy PM, Barnaby Joyce, in a bit of hot water. They've been kicked out of our uh, political system. They're out, they're gone. Yeah, they're gone. So a couple of green senators. Government loses their one-seat majority as well because of Barnaby going. Yeah, exactly, which is... That's really a big issue for the Libs. Uh, One Nation's Malcolm Roberts. Eh, we'll move on from that. <laughs> Green senators, they'll be just, the Greens will just be in tears. They're just going, what? Two senators? We've lost like 85%. <laughs> I know there's some trying to make it. And Nick Xenophon, who cares? Uh, no, no, no. Nick's, Nick's clear. No, no, he's clear. It's, he's but clear. it doesn't matter because he's going to South Australia mm. to have a tilt yep. as, as uh, Premier anyway. But uh, Matt Canavan uh, has been cleared. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Barnaby Joyce, that is a big scalp, but no doubt he'll. There's a process where I think he can be re-elected before the end of the year, and he will be back in federal politics. But recently, we had Big Mal on the show, and in his voicemail, was talking about this entire dual citizenship debate on voicemail. 
Hello, it's the Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull speaking. This dual citizenship debacle was funny when it was happening to the Greens because they're a bunch of filthy hippies. But now that it's engulfed my own party, I'm sick of it. Barnaby Joyce is a New Zealander, for Christ's sake. I mean, I always thought he looked a bit weird. After all, his head does look like it's made out of pork crackling. Mmm, that'd go nicely with a little bit of apple sauce. Tell me where you'd rather be from and leave a message. G'day, Turnbull, you writhing silkworm, half-baked, mealy-mouthed, loafer-wearing, back-flipping, soft-shoe-shuffle, light-in-the-loafer's knob. Lazarus speaking! I wish I was from New Zealand. I'd love to be able to perform the haka, be traditionally tattooed on me face, sing crowded house songs and then squish your tiny head, you maggot! It's Lazarus! Oh, hi, Mr. Turnbulls. It's Yankee Lambie speaking, Mr. Turnbulls. I've missed you, Mr. Turnbulls, because I don't have any other friends in Canberra except Nick Xenophon. He really bores the crap out of me. I wish I was from the mystical world of Xanadu, a place of idyllic magnificence and beauty where the astral plane of consciousness is one of continuous euphoria, which is very different to being locked in a woodshed in the back blocks of Tassie. Very, very different, Mr. Turnbulls. Shaky. Hello, Malcolm. It's uh, Rudy Vanderstone speaking, the stereotypical Dutch character from Medicville. Martha and I have just returned from a tantric six multiple orgasm retreat up in the Blue Mountains. Uh, anyway, uh, sometimes I wish I was from Belgium yeah, because they have a beautiful mellifluous accent, just like the Dutch, and uh, they have the chocolate too. It's, it's Rudy, Rudy Vanderstone. Uh, I've just uh, been uh, at a sex retreat. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Malcolm, it's Pino. Sometimes I wish I wasn't even from planet Earth, Malcolm. I wish I was from Uranus. Oh, out on the farthest reaches of the solar system, the big blue boy, Uranus, orbiting around in the darkness. Ooh, Uranus, not Neptune. Uranus, not Jupiter or Saturn or Neptune or any of the others. Uranus, send a rocket ship right into Uranus. It's Pino. <laughs> Thank you so much for your company again. Heading into a weekend where I'm on daddy-daughter duties. How are you feeling about that? Bit nervous. Mm. Yeah, my wife's gone away with my son for a mm. weekend. And uh, so I'm in charge of my daughter who is um, a... Uh, a girl. Girl. Yep. So, and, and which not, I knew. I knew that. Not into remote control yeah. cars. Uh, no. All of, the, all of the safety nets you use when you're looking after your son yeah. do not apply this weekend. Well, I don't know. I don't know if she likes knife throwing. I'm, I don't know. I've got no idea. We'll, we'll, we'll find that out. After Actually, cupcake session, we'll see if she likes knife throwing. Have you been to that axe throwing joint in Tempe? No, I've seen that. Yeah. I want to go to that. Take King in this I weekend. I to go to that. I've been looking for an excuse. I'm going to go and, you know what I'll do? King up, forget about it. We'll get an Uber because Dad likes to have a few drinks when he's throwing an axe around. So nothing can go wrong. Speaking of nothing going wrong, Moon Man will be back on Monday. Until now. Until then. Until now. Until n- and then. It's Battle of the Birds. See you Monday. Well, it's been a big week in Sydney. And as usual, it's time to call a meeting at the Merrickville Council Chambers to vote on which suburb gave us the best call this week. Merrick has pissed off a few celebrities in his time. Remember when he got slapped by Kevin Hart? But Phil in Chatswood managed to upset the happiest celeb on the planet. Yeah, Scotty Cam. No, we're at the Belgian beer cafe where I used to be in Camaray there a few years ago and had this little tin toy that squirted water. Yeah. And I was just trying it out and it got it sort of got on onto him unexpectedly and he spilled his beer and he 
oh, what are you doing, mate? He said, give it here, give it here. And, he, and then took the toy off me and proceeded to squirt everyone else. <laughs> Upsetting Scott Cam is as rare as getting hit by lightning. But that's exactly what happened to Pete in the Southern Highlands. I was in a plane landing in Dubai about 18 months ago and the cabin turned white. Oh. Just as the pilot was giving an announcement something about the temperature in Dubai and lightning struck and he swore. So um, he just got the first three letters out of it before he cut the microphone out. Pete, when you got out of the plane, did you see any scorch marks or anything? Money on the pilot's seat, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how we even get into this next caller, so we'll just let Scott in Wollongong do it himself. You guys familiar with Raising Magazine? It's a, it's a sort of a lifestyle sort of pornographic sort of magazine. <laughs> a lifestyle <laughs> porno? Like people gardening in the nude? or <laughs> yeah, something like that, yeah. One of my producers just handed me a note saying that it is the cheapest, wrongest, most broken of bogan porn you can get in Australia. Is that true? It's not cheap. It's bloody expensive now. <laughs> but after the council voted, re-voted, had a smoko, and then voted some more, the winning suburb this week is... Richmond, where Lee had the funniest day at work ever. I actually work in retail, and I was uh, on the cash register one day, and I'm talking to the mum, and the little boy pipes up and says to me, the other night at the dinner table, mum and dad are talking about the number 69, and that's their favourite number. (laughs) (laughs) Mind you, the mum's six months pregnant at the time, and she's gone bright red, and I didn't know what to say. That was the Merrickville Catch-Up Podcast. Make sure you never miss a thing. Download the Merrickville Catch-Up from the Triple M app.